Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of Our Football Fantasy. Another, well, I guess a second installment of the COVID podcast. COVID as week is upon us. Yes, as I now have the COVID, we are back on Discord, actually, this time. Testing out the new software, seeing how they all do. Uh, looking ahead, we are now closing in on the NFL draft for 2022. So we are taking a little bit of another sabbatical on the team season outlooks. And we are going into the NFL draft for quarterbacks this time. As we progress, we will go through the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and so forth. Everything that involves fantasy and and the defense. Uh, starting off, my top five. Uh, number one is Malik Willis from Liberty. Uh, number two is Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. Number three is Matt Corral from Mississippi. Number four is Sam Howell from North Carolina. And my number five is Carson Strong from Nevada. How do you agree or disagree to the, all those five? All right. Well, I want to go right into breaking it down because there's obviously a lot going on here. But definitely, I, I agree with Malik Willis as your number one. I think Kenny Pickett is a more ready-to-start-right-now quarterback. Like, he can go on to, I don't know, he might be able to actually make an impact on the Jets. He could go to someone like Yelp, to someone like the Giants, like an, a not good team, and be enough to start and progress on a bad team. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. That, I think I, that that's my synopsis of his breakdown. Malik Willis, however, could go on to a mid-tier team and elevate them to high playoff contention. You know, yeah. he, he is the he's pretty much Kyler Murray walking right into the draft. Um, obviously not as like highly touted uh, and a little bigger, but yeah, I, I definitely agree. Saints, Panthers, Seahawks, all would be great, yeah. great options. When I was lo- when I was looking at him, I literally thought he was like Russell Wilson. He's just a dual threat quarterback with a big arm, and it would kind of be funny if the Seahawks just draft him and just get another Russell Wilson and just plop him right back in there. Yeah, he definitely could be. I can see that comparison. I think he's more on the Kyler Murray route though, like. I watched a couple, I don't know, a couple 10-minute clips of his highlights, whatever. Mm-hmm. Every single one was him rolling out of the pocket and making something happen, which he's extremely oh, yeah. good at. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's he's not – I didn't really see the same tendencies as someone like uh, like Lamar. Like, this, the, Malik Willis is clearly like a true, a true quarterback mm-hmm. with unbelievable athletic ability, so – I could easily see him going to any of these places. The Saints and Panthers are basically on all five quarterbacks that I have because they could pick up any of them. Uh, they don't need them, as the Saints did just uh, re-sign someone, which we'll get to in the latest news. But uh, I could see the Panthers picking up someone and getting – I don't know what, what you do with Sam Darnold, but I guess you keep him and just keep him as a backup in case Sam Darnold's actually trash. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you do. The only cons that I saw for Malik Willis was that he does take unnecessary sacks. I just kind of try to look down the field. And his eyes, when he's, like, trying to run around, do, like, kind of fall to the linebackers or the people rushing him and not keeping him down the field. But he is very good out of the pocket. And I watched one play where he almost got sacked, like, three times and then got a touchdown. And they're like, who else in the in the NCAA is making this play right now? No one. And I mean, we didn't say it yet, but I mean, this is this is a weak, definitely a mm-hmm. weak quarterback class, hundred percent. 
Uh, running backs yes. aren't that deep either, but, you know, skill positions in general. This isn't last year. Last year was insane. No. This is a defensive draft. A lot of teams are going to get deeper uh, on the championship winning side of football. And I don't know. These are definitely players. You know, we got to talk about our fantasy podcast. Malik Willis can go and, and be a franchise quarter piece somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and Kenny Pickett can go in and help somebody somewhere. But uh, I believe Kenny Pickett could do more damage than Malik Willis, like, at the start. Yeah. I saw that. Well, Malik Willis, uh, I don't know if you see the ratio that I have here in my notes. But from two years ago, his quarterback to interception ratio was 13 touchdowns to nine interceptions. And last year, it was 42 touchdowns to seven interceptions. For Kenny Pickett, so, uh, yeah. For Kenny Pickett, yeah. So that's a pretty good uh, increase right there. And I saw some comparisons compared him to Joe Burrow. I'm like, all right, if you're throwing at him, that's a tough name to compare yourself to. As I mean, Joe Burrow's only his like, second year in the league, but that's a pretty good comparison if you're not even drafted yet. Yeah, that's exactly what you want to hear when you're a rookie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, you're comparable to probably the, the best rookie that we've seen in some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Kenny picked that. That's not fair at all. <laughs> like, Joe Burrow was the number one pick. I don't think uh, Kenny Pickett might not go in the first round. No way. He might not go in the first whole round. There, it's a extremely deep defensive draft. There are some oh, insane athletes on the defensive side of the ball, and more than mm-hmm. half of the teams in the NFL don't have a good defense. This is true facts. So yeah, as as we see in the NFL and the NCAA, everything is cyclical. And when the NFL needs a good defense, the NCAA is like, oh, here you go. There's all the great defenders. And then the next year after, we're following all the good offensive players. Uh, did you also have Kenny Pickett at your number two? Um, I I actually had, in terms of ready now quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett's mm-hmm. my number one in this draft. Okay. And yeah. I still don't even know if he'll go in the first round. So <laughs> I was seeing like, I was seeing some mock drafts and like some of them were putting like the Panthers picking uh drafting them at like the number nine or ten spot. But I don't know why they would waste their first round pick on Kenny Pickett if they have Sam Darnold. I don't feel like you waste it. You no. put all put your all in on Sam Darnold. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean if the Panthers are drafting a quarterback and they're not drafting Malik Willis, then they're doing it's like you're kind of trying to get Sam Darnold again, but less advanced. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they understand that Malik Willis's style is going to kind of contradict um, Christian McCaffrey. So it looks like they're trying to have somebody like Sam Darnold, who, yes, he has legs, but he's a primary pocket passer. And someone mm-hmm. like Kenny Pickett, that's exactly that's exactly it, you know. Uh, so I, I don't I don't see them going and taking that. And then if you if you look at Malik Willis, like the you know maybe they s- completely switch it up and try to go like back to some kind of Cam Newton type shit and like read option stuff. But that would be a complete change of like philosophy and culture almost at that mm-hmm. point. Um, yeah, that, I, would, I don't think they should do that. I don't. I just don't think it would really work, and then it'd be like another two years Mm -hmm. of like hard rebuilds. I mean, they're in the NFC South. Who's gonna win other than Brady? But you're playing for a nice uh, wild card spot in that division. 
Brady and the Bucks are always going to win the division. A wild card spot's attainable, though, especially if your team's consistent. And we saw them have the consistency in the beginning of the year when Sam Donald was healthy. Oh, you're talking about the Panthers? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know. I feel like he's proved that he can do it. He just can't mm-hmm. stay healthy. Well, then what do you do? I think he hurt his ankle, and then he got COVID. And then and CMC didn't play the entire season. Again. After after that third game, yeah. Um, so when they when they don't have their key weapon, which is C, obviously CMC, it's a little hard to win. Yeah, but I think I, I don't know. I feel like the Panthers should go defense like the first couple of rounds for sure. Maybe a most line. of these teams should. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, number three. I mean, this is uh, we are talking about the quarterbacks here. Yeah. The number three, I had Matt Corral, who. Uh, I have a quote here. He says that he does not have the physical advantage that Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis have, but he's a better pure quarterback than either of them. So, I don't know. Personally, short term, I think he could be a better quarterback than the first two, but the other two have a higher ceiling than him. And I, I the team that I saw that was probably looking into him was the Giants, which honestly, that would be pretty good. Give a nice restart to that organization. Oh, jeez. Compared to Baker? Were you looking? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not a good look. That, that, no, that was like the top note. It wasn't even in a con. It was just a top note. It just said, compared to Baker. I'm like, oh, that's going to be so tough right now. I, <laughs> I, I, mm, I would not take Matt. From what I, I watched a little bit of film on all of them just throughout Ooh. the day. From what I've seen of Matt Corral, I would not take him over Pickett or Malik Willis. In terms of ready right now. Like, I think Kenny Pickett is overall quarterback who is more ready to play in the NFL currently, right, at this second. So, okay, if that's what you need, you take that. Then if you're looking to take somebody who has that athletic upside, um, obviously that's not going to be him. That's going to be Malik. So mm-hmm. if Kenny Pickett's off the board and you're you're looking I, – I don't. I still don't think you go and take Matt Crowley. <laughs> Take a take a defensive player. <laughs> it's 100. Yeah, percent dark quarterback. Hey, I still have him as the number three here. He's still my number three. Okay, well, all right. He obviously number three. Yes, Giants. That could be a decent landing spot. But Commanders <clears throat> just what got Carson Wentz? No. They're, yeah, they have Carson yeah, Wentz and, and Heineke now. Well, obviously Heineke's a stud. And then you got the Broncos who just got Russell Wilson. So. uh yeah, the Giants might get him, but Danny Dimes. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm personally done on Danny Dimes. I know you are mixed opinions on Danny Dimes, as you did have him on your fantasy team one season. I just – I'm not big on this year's quarterbacks. I, I don't like – again, there's other positions that can help your team a lot more than taking a shot with a very valuable draft pick on Mac. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Well, after maybe Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett, we're in, like, the third round now. Yeah. yeah. And, hey, if he goes out and is dirty, then let me take my neck. But, like, th- like uh, this is – how do I explain this? Justin Herbert was a third quarterback in his when we were reviewing his draft class. Mm-hmm. This ain't Justin Herbert. This is not Justin – well, oh, yeah, I have it from last year. Last year, where is it? 
Last year, our number one was obviously Trey Lance, uh, Trevor Lawrence. That was a given. Yeah. And then it was Justin Fields, obviously given. Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and Mac and Mac Jones. All five of those people were going in the first top ten. We thought. Yeah. None of these people were thinking of going in the top ten. Nope. <laughs> nope. So that's a great. Slightly different. That's a great way to put it, Calvin. That is a great way to put it. Just the caliber of players and, has yeah, shifted. Perfect. What'd you say? I didn't hear you. I was just, I'm just looking. Your notes are impeccable. Just... Thank you. Uh, my number four was Sam Howell from North Carolina. Uh, the pro was that he has Sandlot talent, which I guess is just unproven talent that he can just do whatever. Uh, but he does have a baseball throw, which is kind of bad for, you know, football. Uh, but he is a big play kind of person. So I guess the Vikings were a good team to look into him. If Kirk like doesn't do well at all, this is a good backup that, to have him throw him in there. Possibility. Yeah, I like Sam Howell. He's definitely – he could be a home run hitter type guy. Like He could mm-hmm. be. Der- you know what? He reminds me of Gardner Minshew. I'm dead. Tell me that's not – That sounds about right. That's like very confident Sandlot talent. Now, there you go. Gonna, yeah. Darn him, Minshew. I don't know. He can um, definitely, like, explode onto the scene randomly, but then, you know, hit a Nathan Peterman into, like, six picks. Yeah, it, <laughs> so, it, I mean, this guy's literally a roll of the dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, it's like Carson Strong, my number five, is a bigger roll of the dice. <laughs> uh, he did have a big right knee injury, and the quote was, he's going to move around like an old Phil Rivers. But as a rookie, <coughs> which is pretty tough if you're coming into the league, that you're going to move around like an old Philip Rivers. Excuse but I mean, hey, Philip Rivers still played for a long time. Excuse me for the coughing. Um, yeah, this is horrible. Uh, this isn't a roll of the dice. This is putting the dice down on one and hoping that the announcer's like, one's the winning number. <laughs> this is what this is like. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's, well, the team that he's I gonna saw, move like Philip Rivers. Yeah, like Philip the, Rivers. No, no, no. Not, like, not like Philip Rivers. An old Philip Rivers, like old Philip Rivers. Young Philip Rivers didn't move that well either. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying young Philip Rivers. The old version of like old age Philip Rivers, because he's hurt. I, under, I understand. Is hurt. I, I understand that. Okay. Dan, how slow. Old Philip Rivers is. Hey, pocket passer, you don't need to run. <sighs> Tom Brady out out there running. Plays Tom he, Brady. He picked up a couple first downs in that uh, in that AFC game. He did. Yeah, on, on the feet. On the feet. You're yeah. not. Hey, you're not wrong. Well, uh, Carson I, I, is not going to be doing that at 23. That's that's. <laughs> That's tough. That's a little concerning. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big uh, red flag for you. But I did see that a big favorite for this uh, for him was the Steelers, and that they could plop and literally start him at the beginning. Yeah. As their, you know, only, as their only starter right now is Mitchie Buckets. You know, that's not a bad look, Cal. That's literally Big Ben. It is Big Ben. Yeah. Let's just hope he doesn't, like, actually – Never mind. I mean, this kid's 6'4". <laughs> he's 6'4", 
needs to put on a little weight to get to Big Ben. He's only two fifteen. Yeah, he'll be fine over there in uh, Pittsburgh. Put on some weight. Like, he might be a little cold right yeah. now. Jumping on that weight. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's your number five? I believe you did have someone different. Oh, you? I did. Yes, I did. I think my sleeper potentially out of this quarterback class, because we taught me, you know, I don't think Sam Howell is very like confident. Yes, but I wouldn't say he's like the super overall player. We we're kind of talking about Corral is more of an overall talent. I think that Desmond Ryder out of Cincinnati might be the best fully encompassed quarterback on every aspect, you know, throwing, mm-hmm. reading the offense, reading the defense, making adjustments, communicating, um, accuracy, consistency, the whole shebang. I think if you had to rate them, it'd be everything would be about like a B minus. I think so, that's everyone in this draft. I don't, I don't know about that. I think there's some people that have like pretty glaring, um, just the high, the highest grade that I gave someone was an 86. I didn't. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, the highest grade that I saw was an 86. That was for Matt Corral. No way. That's some weird metric system bullshit. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. I I do believe that Desmond Ryder could be real decent. Where do you think he could go to? Steelers is a good look. Patriots Mm -hmm. backup. And then be traded. I'm looking at it. Everything that I've read about him is saying incredible worker, great character. You know, everyone loves him kind of that, like, like kind of like Mac Jones, like mm-hmm. a Mac Jones type player coming out, not extremely flashy by any means, you know, not super, super fast, but he's 6'3", 215, um, can see over the O-line. I mean, he oh, that, that, that kind of the same thing I'm getting at with Carson Strong. My pro here was that he's highly regarded by the coaches and teammates, which doesn't mean he's a hard worker. He just isn't hurt. He is hurt, unlike your guy. Right, right. Um, yeah. I mean, this guy's just kind of a winner. Four-year starter, 50-plus wins. Jeez. Um, yeah. Jimmy G, I'd say, is another decent comparison. I bet he's a pretty good system guy and just, you know, kind of does his thing, does what the, quarter, or does what the coach asks, and this is a good role model. Well, I, I guess one place that any of these quarterbacks could go to is now the Falcons, which we'll get to after the break mm-hmm. because uh, a big position has opened up. Uh, do, you, do you have any other uh, players you want to talk about for the quarterback position or you want to go to the break? Uh, I don't think so yet. Um, yeah, Desmond Ryder is just really who I want to point out. Oh, I did want to bring up, uh, do you know the reason why Spencer Rattler's draft value has gone from like he is – going to be or should be one of the best quarterbacks in the draft to, like, he's bad now? Oh, he was dirty in high school. He was yeah. dirty in high school, and then he went to, like, Tom Brady's, like, camp. Mm-hmm. And, you know, got recorded and got a bunch of buzz for that. So that just, you know, draft stock was up very high then. And then, what, he's playing at uh, Oklahoma? I think yeah. He's playing at Oklahoma. Is he, even starting? Yeah. is he even starting anymore? I don't even know if he's starting Yeah, he anymore. is. He is. He hasn't been doing good at Oklahoma. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's only a sophomore. Why yeah, did I think he was a senior? Look, no, no. Um, that's why I was saying, look at his stats. I know we don't have him up right now. We're doing a little, uh, little live statistician work here. 
but he's just I, I don't think he's done he's done that great. Oh, oh we did forget about a big team that needs a quarterback is the Texans now. Uh, oh, yeah, the Texans are fucked, bro. And this is not the team, this is not the time to get your quarterback. Well, um, the, this is the time that the Texans could get a quarterback though. You get an okay quarterback, try him out for a year. Don't can use like a third on him or a second. Also, to draft an actual one next year. Yes, I, I do agree with all of those things. Not, I got the numbers up on Spencer Rattler, so just to say it. All right. 2019, he didn't really play. And then 2020, he had a decent year. He only hit like 30 touchdowns, seven picks, 3,000 yards. So he threw the ball almost 350 times. So that's it's where he got most of his. That's also where a lot of that buzz was coming from. And mm-hmm. this year, he has half of those numbers. He's at 50, uh, uh, the season's over. 2021's over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we had 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns, 5 picks. And how many picks? 5. Oh, uh, only 15 touchdowns? What the hell? 11. That? 11 touchdowns. Oh, 11? Oh. 1,500 yards. They literally just slice his numbers in half. Yeah, and half the attempt. So I think well, there's, there there's got to be another quarterback in there soonest. Um, but yeah, we can go to the break. All right. Well, after the break, we'll talk about some latest news, and then we'll be right back with you. Welcome back, everybody. Second half going now. The latest news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say some pretty big news. The Colts have finally figured out their quarterback situation, as they did have the most cap space in the league. Everyone was questioning why the hell they weren't picking up anyone. And I'd say it's probably because no one knew who the quarterback was, so no one wanted to go there yet. But they have figured it out. Matty Ice mm. coming from the Falcons with his fat deal that still has three years left on it has been traded to has been traded to the Colts for just a third round pick, which, after doing some digging, is less than the uh, Falcons got for Mohamed Sanu. So Mohamed Sanu got more value traded to the Patriots, I believe, Yeah. Uh, than Matty Ice did going to the Colts. Yeah, well, Matty Ice has like a $30 million contract for the next three years. That's what you're getting so, rid of. That, yes, the yeah, Falcons don't give a damn about Matt Ryan anymore. Yes. Just saying the fact they, that they literally got more from Mohamed Sanu. That is true. They also gave away Julio Jones for like a dirty shoe. And then <laughs> Calvin Ridley retired and then started betting on games. So the Falcons are clearly having a very difficult time. Um, and it continues with just the disrespect of Matt Ryan. That's Seems true. only fitting. I mean, I'm kind of glad for Matt Ryan. They finally got to go away from the Falcons and get a new fresh start, as I believe he has been on the Falcons his entire career. Correct. Uh, now, he, now he goes to a literally done team that just needed a game manager, and I'd hope that Matty Ice can do it. Yes, he does have one of the worst game-managed games in NFL history. The NFL Super Bowl. Uh, but this is fantastic for the Colts. It should slingshot them nicely, hopefully ready to the playoffs. Michael Pittman's value skyrockets even higher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to get some nice handoffs and probably some more wheel routes or something like that. And you can unlock 
probably all all of the running backs that are in that backfield. Hundred percent. Um, Jonathan Taylor has been fully unlocked. He is a full full unlock. And then mm-hmm. you got Naheem Hines, who is an animal in his own right. Moali Cox will be out there. Ty hasn't Mar- retired yet. Is Marlon? Oh, I think he did retire. Oh, he did. Marlon Max is not yeah, out I'm, there. Is Marlon Max still there? Nope. Oh, okay. he, he's out of there. Uh, I mean, this is—I still like this move for the Colts. Uh, I, do you like this move for the Colts, or do you think they should have gotten hopefully someone else? Um, I think there was a lot of quarterbacks around, and you're saying they had a lot of money, right? So they had the, they had the most money out of everything. Yeah. So you, I guess, I—I I don't know what. Hmm. I'm a little confused. Because they have all this money. I guess, yeah, you get Matt Ryan, and then you're hoping to attract the, you know, the big-name receivers or whatever else they think they need. But I feel like going after that Deshaun or that Russell Wilson, specifically Russell Wilson, um, just would have been what they need to actually go win a Super Bowl. I, I would agree. Russell Wilson probably would have been better than Matty Ice. But I don't think Russ wanted to come to Indianapolis for some reason. I don't know why. I, I, I guess it just didn't work out. I didn't even hear them going after him. I didn't even and hear did I. A, like a thought. So. Granted, I didn't hear like anyone going after Russell Wilson. And then he was just traded to the Broncos. I kind of – I heard Saints, Panthers, Broncos were all in there. Oh, interesting. Um, well – the Falcons do immediately after trading Matty Ice, as they would obviously need a quarterback. They do give Marcus Mariota another shot, which I honestly like this. Marcus Mariota did show glimpses of being a good quarterback when he was playing for the Raiders that couple of times that Derek Carr got hurt. I guess so. I mean, when he came into the league, he was nice on the Titans. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. He paved the way for these mobile quarterbacks in a sense, but they all just came in and surpassed him very quickly. So, oh, yeah. uh, I don't know. And he's never been a consistent, uh, accurate type quarterback. So, or game yeah. manager. I can't, like, I, no. <laughs> I can't put those in Marcus Mariota's name. Um, I mean, him, him and Jameis really came in during that weird era when people were trying to find the mobile quarterback. And both of them, for some reason, just didn't work on their team. Yeah, but Jameis is more of a pocket passer and definitely had success. And Marcus Mariota is just never utilized the right way. But I don't know how to utilize him the right way. Neither do I. He, like, is, maybe the Falcons will figure it out. Maybe. I mean, they seem pretty good at unlocking these random players. <clears throat> Cordell. Cordell fucking Patterson. Did you see the meme that Cordell put out after they traded away Matty Ice? He said, F it, I'll throw the ball, too. Wow. <laughs> Imagine. I could, he's just back there throwing the ball to himself. Dude, he, I can see him doing it. rocking people. Oh, yeah. He breaks into the secondary, busts open some safety. Hey, he gets a new tag on that endless amount of tags that he has next to his name. Yeah. Now it's quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, safety. Everything. <laughs> the entire team. Um, speaking of Jameis Winston, he did actually re-sign with the Saints. 
two years for $28 million. So the Saints are keeping both Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. Pretty interesting there. I was not surprised. I didn't know where else Jameis was going to go. Yeah, I like that move. Um, Taysom Hill is an elite Swiss Army knife. That's a fact. And the Saints have had success with Jameis when he can control himself. So if Sean Payton can figure out how to make Jameis consistent and then be able to utilize uh, um, Taysom Hill however he wants, that's a recipe for success. Or now that they have them both on a deal, you trade away Jameis, hopefully and get something. you got to talk it up, obviously, because I don't know what you're getting for Jameis right now. And oh, he was playing well last year before he tore his ACL. He was playing okay. This is like his third major injury. That's true. So I don't. I just. I don't know. The value can't be that high. Um, so if you go down that road, you got to put all the eggs in the Taysom Hill basket. And Taysom Hill's it, style of play is just extremely prone to injury. It's prone to injury and prone to questionable plays, where either Taysom Hill like will throw the ball somehow to someone for 30 yards down the field and then run around for 20 yards and get a touchdown. Or he literally can't move the ball at all, which we saw what, 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 last year or two years ago when they played the Broncos and the score was literally like 3-0 to zero when the Broncos put out a wide receiver at quarterback. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, he can definitely get stalled by good defenses. I mean, he's a tight end at the end of the day. So... His uh, reading of NFL defenses can't be at a very high level. There's no way. No. Um, if they are committing to that, they need to commit to that and get rid of Jameis Winston and, and have him in there. I think him continuing to try to play literally every position because he runs the ball in the backfield, he catches his on a tight end, he lines up in the slot as a receiver, he plays – special teams, mm-hmm. tackling people, and then he'll also... I think he is the punt returner. He'll also go in at, like, defensive end or middle linebacker. He's a big mm-hmm. old boy. Like, that's eight different positions where you need to know all the plays, and the quarterback needs to know everyone's plays. So oh, I guess he, do- he does know everyone's plays by playing them. I, I guess, but I-, I think it's... He has such potential... And if he was able to focus that on a subset of things, even if that's at multiple positions as mm-hmm. a Swiss Army knife, okay. But if you want him to play the quarterback, let him play the quarterback. Yeah, I think if you're going to have someone be your quarterback, you have to kind of keep him as your quarterback. I was going to say let him play quarterback and tight end, but you don't want him out there blocking people. No. I'd say quarterback and running back is like the most you give this dude if he's actually going to be your quarterback. Well, no, if he's going to be your quarterback, he's just an option quarterback. He, he can yeah. run the ball. It's, it's it's Cam Newton, essentially. You know, it's a, it's a, li- a little bigger Cam Newton, low-key. I would say Taysom Hill is a lot less injury-prone. Oh, he's a lot less injury-prone. I believe Cam Newton is physically bigger than him. I mean, Taysom Hill is, what, like 6'3"? Cam's probably 6'5". Cam Newton is 6'5". Yeah. Taysom Hill is 6'2". Six two. He looks huge. He is a big dude. He looks huge. He works out all lot. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing. 
the Bucks do just get better. Somehow, I don't know who their accountants are down there, but they need to get paid even more. Because they brought back everyone, including Leonard Fournette, after a brief talking with the Patriots. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I, I was get I was getting really hyped for like maybe twenty minutes. No, that once I saw that that contract, I knew Bill was not paying. No, no well, that's how I always judge things is by the contract. And when people get paid, I'm like, that's not going to happen with the Patriots. No. Uh, as he does sign three years, twenty one million. I mean, that's a reasonable contract. Bill could have paid that. It is Leonard Fournette. Nah, I don't think he would have for a running back. No way. No way. Oh, for a running back? Running that's true. Bill, Bill pays these running backs like, here's some pocket change. Go here's, play Go play running back. Yeah, here's here's some change to go play in the arcade. Literally. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you want to go play running back, we can get literally anyone. They can carry the ball. Yep. That's, yeah. I mean, we're not over here drafting Derrick Henry. That's why Bill doesn't pay anyone. Um, what? I said it's worked. It is. It's worked for a long time. 20 years going. Speaking of the Patriots, we did bring back Trent Brown. Yes, which sir. is fantastic. As that dude is, I'd say in a word, massive. That, that dude is, that dude is large. That, that <laughs> is a big old man. I don't know if there's, is there a bigger guy in the NFL? Bigger or taller? Both. Honestly, like I know Aaron Donald is ripped. I understand that, but Trent Brown has to be pushing 400 pounds. Um, I looked it up. He's six it was, nine. It was Alejandro Villanueva, but he has just retired. Interesting. So I don't know who the next one would be. Trent Brown is. I'm pretty sure he's a legit six eight six nine. Yeah, Alejandro Villanueva was six nine. Oh. 380. Oh, wow. Give me Trent Brown's numbers. What's Trent Brown is 6'8. 6'8, right? He's 6'8, 359. Jeez. That's a big boy. Oh I, we God. see him on that old line. He does not put a hand down. He can't get down. He doesn't <laughs> he need can't. to. He doesn't need to. He's tossing <laughs> people. I, he he's literally doesn't. I love seeing him. Like, he'll get like a finger down. He's like, all right, we're good here. I love when they, they send like a cornerback blitz because he's mm-hmm. still a fast dude. He oh, blows. yeah. He tosses these corners like they are <laughs> nothing. Well, he's tossing the corner and holding the D lineman at the same time. <laughs> he's got one hand holding the D lineman and then throwing the other guy. A little double move. Of course. It's Trent Brown. Oh, where are my notes here? Uh, the final one that I had, which is honestly surprising, is that uh, Jameson Crowder, after being stuck on the Jets for a minute, has signed with the Bills, which I guess gives the Bills their number three guy. Yeah. He signs for a year for four mil. A nice deal to go prove himself, I guess, and then go get signed again the following year. And Jameson Crowder's not proven that. He's been in the league for a long ass time. Has? Yeah. The crowd has been in the league. He is. Oh, he's 28. He's been in the league for a minute. Yeah. So, um, I think it'll be nice for him to go to the Bills, a championship potentially contending team. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, you get that uh, experience with Jameson Crowder. He wants to win. Yeah. It's like on the Jets. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Now we know. And um, Cole Beasley just got released, so mm-hmm. slots right in there. Pretty nice. Yep. Uh, do you have any other notes here? I personally don't. Not a lot of news coming into here, but I'm excited to uh, keep getting into hey, this draft. It's only been two days. It's only been two days. Three days. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting the draft. Uh, well, I believe that is it for today. On Friday, we'll come back at you with the running backs. As I believe that there is a higher caliber of running backs than there were quarterbacks today. Mm. And we'll see how it goes. And we'll sprinkle in some nice latest news in there for you, too. See you there. Thanks.